Okay, so today we're going to do a lot of talking about uh, tools that you should use um, as business owners to help understand what's going on with your website, understand um, how to find keywords, understand uh, what your competition are. I used to tell everybody, and it still kind of is the case, that I can look at a website and basically tell you what it would take to rank on a certain term. And it's mostly because I have these tools that I can look at and I can see what the competition is. And if I understand what the competition is, I can always, as long as I do it just a little bit better, I'm in, I'm in a much better place. Um, so I wanted to start down some of these tools and kind of go through them with you, some of the ones that I have. And the reason I brought up Chrome is even though I'm a Mac user, a lot of them plug right into the Chrome interface as plugins. So you would go and you would download the plugins from Chrome and you'll see them if you look in the top of my browser bar here, you can see I have them all plugged in here that I can turn on and off at will. So I want to kind of go down some of these with you and I want to talk through them so you understand what they are and how they plug in and why you should be using them. Um, and I also have some that when I do a search, it actually gives me the keywords. So I want to kind of go through that and that's what we're going through today. So the first one I'm going to talk about, although this is, it seems like this is out of place, but the first thing I have is um, Google Analytics and I have the plugin into Chrome. So if you have, a, everybody should have an analytics account set up at this point for your website. If you're using WordPress, I'm going to tell you to use the Google Site Kit to make sure that you have all the functions of Google that are set up that need to be added and that they're done uh, through uh, Site Kit. Um, it's easy to use. It's been better than um, some of the other, other things that we've done. And uh, hold on a minute. They're all going to have to wait. All right, sorry. Um, so we have um, the Google Analytics plugs in. Uh, and what the nice thing is, is when I go to a website that um, uses Google Analytics and I'm on that account, um, then, what, then what happens is, uh, I will get a bar across the top that should, it will, it, let me make sure I'm, I got to sign in first. And it will tell me about the information on the page that I'm actually on. And why that's important is when I evaluate a page, I need to see what the traffic is. I need to see how, how the page is being uh, used. I get to see um, what the traffic is on, on a page. Uh, how that page is used, what the path is that people use on that page. So I have multiple different things that I can learn just by simply putting that, that toolbar. And I should be logged in, so connect to Google. Why is it giving me trouble? It's going gonna, it's gonna to lie to me now and tell me trouble. It says I don't have access on this page, but I do. Let me see what I'm logged in on. Okay, let's go here. See if this one works.
And what you're one of the things that you're seeing now is I have a little bit of a conflict going on between the two. So I'm going to shut off my surf works. We're going to talk about that one here in a minute, but let's see if it works this time. some reason it's giving me a fight on this. I, I hate when I do these things and it doesn't, usually it brings up a window. It gives me all the analytical data for the page. So I'm just going to kind of, because I've got a lot of these to cover. So I'm going to kind of, I'll skip this one and see if I can't fix this at a later date, but everybody should go get the Chrome analytics plugin for the, for the website. Um, and then we can, we can go from there. Um, so that'll be, that'll be the first one that I'm going to touch on. The next one that I'm going to talk about is my SurfWorks bar. Uh, everybody needs an account to use this one, but it's well worth the money that you would spend to use this. So it's S-E-R-P-W-O-R-X. This tells me just about anything I need to know about a page, especially if I'm evaluating it as a competitor. Okay, so let me just, let's look at this page just for a minute. Okay, so this page, it tells me about the links that I have on it. It tells me whether uh, my, my links are trusted. It tells me how many links that I have to the home page. Um, it, it tells me about from Ma's standpoint, whether the pages, they consider the page spammy, how many followed links I have, how many links to the home page. These are all estimates because I know the right answer and these numbers are somewhat short and you'll notice that like this one has 7200 and this one has 14,000. So there is some disparity between the two items, but that's okay. It gives me enough information for me to go on. Um, the next thing it gives me is how many keywords is my website ranked on? What is the projected menu, uh, monthly traffic and what would be the ad word equivalent of the traffic on what we're ranked on on this page? So this tells me that this page, that $4,000 on, on this page, we're in pretty good shape on this. That means I'm ranked on some pretty high-end keywords that are pretty costly to have pay-per-click on. Um, the other thing it gives me is the technical SEO elements that you need to have in a page. So it tells me that I have one H1 tag like we're supposed to. It tells me that I have four H2 tags. It tells me how many H3 tags and how many H4 tags. It also gives me the word count of the page. And it also tells me how many pages are indexed on the website. So it gives me a fantastic overview of what it looks like. So if I go to somebody else's page, let's just, let's do this randomly. So we're not, if I come here, let's just pick this first, this guy here, because that's a internal page, but let's just fix. This guy seems to be always on the top of most, of most searches like this. So his page is going to come up and because I have my surf works bar, here comes my surf works bar, right? So He's got about the same trust flow and citation flow as I do. But if you see the links, I have 14,000. He has 159,000 links to his homepage. So that tells me that I'm way under the amount of links that I need to my homepage if he's got 159,000 of them. Um, and I'll talk about that in just a minute on, on where he's at. Um, hey, Beth. Yes. Real quick. Can you define like what is exactly a link? Like, are you talking about something like a link that just goes to Chris another page or 
Yes, there's two different ways lands to have a link, okay? So there's two different ways these links are counted. One is the actual domain, which is here. So he has 409 total domains. And those 409 domains in this case are generating uh, uh, 19,700 links. So if I come into Ahrefs, um, which will give us a, it gives me an overview and I can better maybe answer that question for you. This tool is, this is expensive, but it's always well worth having. Um, Ahrefs will give me uh, a breakout of what the links are and how many. So I'm going to pull SEO 411's profile just for a second. You see we have 190 links um, according to this program. I, I think I have more than that, but I, what I want to show you is here. So I've got, we've got one from UpCity that just showed up and I have two of them that they're telling me to follow. If I come down here, this is a customer's website and we have the, you know, powered by SEO 411 on the bottom. So this one here, I have 124 links from this website. So one domain, 124 links because of how I have the footer. And we don't use spammy footers. We usually put powered by SEO 411 or, you know, designed by SEO 411. I'm very careful not to, to screw up my anchor text too much by putting but those things are linking to me. You will notice in here, if I go by, let's go by domain value here a second. You see, I have Wikipedia. I have one link from Wikipedia coming to the website and it's, um, it's a page about me and it goes to the about us page. So I have one link from Wikipedia. So there's two schools of thought on this and, and I'm gonna actually speculate on something because, and I don't have proof of this, but I, I'm thinking that we're kind of reverting back in the world on some of this. So it used to be that as many links as I could get, the better off I was. So I could go and put a page out on eZine articles and get 500 links from that one page. And that would be 500 links. And then Google seemed to shift and say, well, you know, it's only one website, so we're not going to give you credit for all those those sublinks. But what I've noticed is that these things are kind of starting to work more in tandem. Even though I have I have these swipe wide footer links that are 135, I've got some of these ones that only have one, and I, the whole website as a whole now is up to a 40 in its value. And I have to think it's because I have as many links as I have. I don't have super high authority websites involved here. So what you want is to get links from the Chamber of Commerce's one, um, but you'll only get one. Now, because of all the stuff you do with the Chamber of Commerce, you may get multiples from Chamber Master. That's a good thing. All right. So it just all depends on what person you are and where, you're, where those links are coming from. But let's kind of just even take a really good quick look on you. You're cool bust Houston, right? So these are things you need to be aware of, and I'm always looking. So I know what my competitor has in links. I know that for me to rank in the same ballpark as that competitor, I better have some equal kind of links going on. So I've got a long way to go. He's got 159,000, I have 14,000. I have 200 root domains, he's got 400 root domains. So I need to step my game up and get more uh, closer to getting 400 root domains. And what's gonna happen is I'm gonna 
get my game stepped up and he's at 400, he's going to continue to increase. So I have to kind of keep up with him. So I'm, I'm going to have to outpace him for a while. And then I am going so that I can start to get in the same ballpark, but I have half as many links. So I have half the value he does, if you will. All right. From that standpoint. So you have 13 links. And so you have one link from, you see, all right, so here it is. You got 15 links from the Houston West Chamber of Commerce because of all your activities with them. So you see, you have some that are from your member directory, some are, um, some are from your uh, event that you had with them. So they made, link, they made some list links to you as well. So you've got multiple links from them um, just simply because of the events and things that you did with them. Um, you know, you have another problem here. Your 301s are, are wonky. We're going to have to talk about that because you have them chained together. That's an offline discussion you and I have to have, but you don't have your okay. set up right. And I can see that because they're chained from one to the next to the next. And you, that, that what happens is you screw up the link profile on that if you do it that way. So, um, yeah, this is not right. So we've got to get that fixed. Um, yeah, so you only have... So you should go out and contact some of the restaurants on Washington Avenue. You should contact, I want to say MapQuest, but that's not what I mean. It's the culture map in Houston and see what you can do to get some partnerships with them. That'll get you some links back. Um, if you can, you're doing like bridal showers for people and you're doing the bridal shower and they have a wedding page try to get a link off the wedding page that, hey, Lance is doing this. Um, oh, okay. So you, you, see, you see how you can, you know, do that. So if you can get links back, yeah. that's a good thing. All right. So, but Thank this you. tool helps me understand anything about a website. So when I open a website, everything I look at, it tells me anything I need to know about that website in about two seconds. And I can pretty much come up with immediately where my deficiencies are um, after I know my on-page is optimized. So here's a great example of something. You have zero trust flow. So you have no uh, links back that are trustworthy in the eyes of the internet at large, okay? So that's one, that's one set of problems. You have some local citations, but you don't have some good links. Now, a link out at a Chronicle would be a good link to have if you could get something from them or get a special uh, from them going. Like I, so if I were you, I'd go some find some, some uh, kids somewhere that are, you know, having some problems and do an event and call the Chronicle and tell them, hey, we're, we're donating a, a week's, uh, you know, a day worth of bus times to some underprivileged kids and see if you can't get a story on it. Um, because you'll get a link out of it that way. Um, the other thing, when I look down at you, so you, we know you have very few links. You only have 12. You also only, you only have uh, 22 total, excuse me, 45 total that come back to your, your website. So that's a huge problem. Um, the next thing, word problem I have is the word count on this page is uber, uber low. You've got 576. We need to be at 900. And I think I've already told you about that. So we need to make sure that number starts to come up some. Um, we're, 
where we've got very limited keywords that we're ranking on and they don't have a lot of value. So that tells me that we have more branded terms than we do terms that are people or money kind of terms. So that's, I can kind of look at this and say, okay, this site has a lot of opportunity for improvement. So here's a good example too for you. All right, so you have no H1 tags on this website, but you have 15 H2 tags. All right, and then you have seven H4s and zero H3s. So you have no one and then you have 15 that are all equal to each other. So there's not one point that drives it above it. Um, so you see where you have, uh, it says Houston's number one party bus rental on wheels. That should be the H1. I mean, uh, party on should not be an H1. Gotcha. Um, but my guess is you've got a whole bunch of these like coolest party bus in Houston. Great. Let that be an H2. But you need one of these to be more important than the rest of them. Okay. All right. So if that, if that kind of, so I can look at this and see that I've got a lot of lacking indicators on this, on this website that are somewhat problematic. The good news is you're out of, uh, you're out of uh, Squarespace. So that's a good step in the right direction. Um, the other thing I'm going to call your attention to is page speed. I'm going to talk about that in a minute anyway with my other set of tools, but we all need to start to be mindful of page speed because by the time I get to January, it's going to start to be, become more of a more of a player on the scene. Um, so we're going to need to talk about that more. Um, but this SERP works will give you anything about your competitor and anything about yourself. So I often put things in to see what I'm up against when somebody says, I want, look at this page over here is ranking. I'll go put something in, put that page in and use this SERPWorks tool to get an aggregate overview quickly of what I'm dealing with on that page. So I think that's an important, that's an important thing. Um, let me go back to do SEO Houston again. I'm going to take out this Texas. Let me turn on my mouse bar and see if it'll work. You notice I have a lot of tools built in um, to my account, okay? Uh, let me see if I can still log in with my account. So if you look up here, I, I also am recommending everybody get MozBar as well. Um, and that's a free plugin that's also uh, can be added to your uh, web browser and it will tell you a lot about a page. So if I, and now that I have it turned on um, and I have my, I think I have my free version turned on because I don't have a paid account with mine anymore. If I go to SEO Houston, you'll start to see, let's see if it does it. You see what it's done now? It's put that Moz bar in here so that I can see what the link profile is on the domains that are ahead of me. So if you see this guy's got 18,000, this guy's got 200, this guy's got 11, this one's 139 and so on down the pike. Um, and the interesting thing here is of late is SEO 411 has been blinking on and off on that first page. Um, you'll see here we are at the top of the second page. Um, and for some reason it's not displaying any links for us, which I know we have way more than zero. So um, I'll have to see what there's something that tells me that I need to go look and go see why this page is showing with zero links on it. 
um, but you'll see it's sandwiched between one with 2,800 links, one with 29 links, one with 11,000 links. The right answer to this is I've got to have a lot of links to my to my website for that for Google to start to pick that up and put us in the right spot. So this is erroneously reporting. I don't know why, but I will find out. Give me time. Um, but I can do this for anything. So let me go. Let's go to tennis court lighting. See what that sucker looks like. Except I spelled lighting wrong. So it comes down again. You see a twenty. The tennis court page lighting has two hundred seventy-one thousand pages linked to this one page. So this makes a makes a big problem. Um, and for anybody that wants to try to compete with me, you'll see the rest of everybody has no links. So we'll sit at the top there for everybody. Um, just simply because of the sheer amount of links that I have that we're always going to be picked first. Uh, so you all need to be aware of that. And when you're um, trying to decide what you want to do and why and what and how, this is a great guidepost to figure out what I need to do and what I need to do when I, when I target somebody. Um, and you always should be targeting the person in front of you. So if you're at page 40, uh, you know, your number 40, start with what do I have to get to 30? Then what do I have to do to 20? What do I have to do to 10? You don't always necessarily have to say, hey, what am I going to do to be number one? Because that mountain sometimes is so big to climb. Um, it's going to be a tough road to get there. So let's, let's do this one. I'll show you one that's really a tough nut to crack. And I always say that weight loss, web hosting, and porn are the three hardest things in the whole world to get ranked on. So if I put in web hosting, now you'll see that Google has a lower page authority with PC Magazine, but they in their head say that this is an industry standard. So therefore, they're giving directory listings back again. But if I start to look, so Go, GoDaddy has 71,000 links to their homepage. Any, who's who's going to come up with 71,000 links to try to get to beat GoDaddy out? It's going to be next to impossible. Um, the, DreamHost has 6 million. You know, these are, these are some really big numbers to try to overcome. So as a result, when you say that, you know, when I look at, if I go to my own little hosting company, which happens to be number one in the area that I'm in because it's close to by my house, I'm not going anywhere is when I have to go compete with something that has 1.2 million links pointing to it. There's no earth that I'll be able to get that many links at it. Um, so those are some of the challenges, but, the, but it helps me and helps you to understand whether this is something that I should be looking at. What do I have to do to outdo the person in front of me? I mean, of course, web hosting is one of the hardest out there. So that's why I, I kind of picked that because the numbers are in the millions. Um, so this is, you know, this is where that that's a problem. The other thing is, if you look, my, my little tool over here has a chart trend. And you see that 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 has been trending down just the search term uh, web hosting has been trending down for a while because people are not looking just to rent space the way they were anymore. They're looking for, you know, sets of tools to use and ways to build sites. So the user is looking for different things now. So that that's another helpful little tool. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and jump to my um, my keywords everywhere tool because that's my favorite tool that I use 
I use it every minute of every day, I think, at the end of, um, and I have discussions with people. They call and they tell me stuff like they know, and then I go look it up and they're not, they're not right. So yesterday, I had a dentist call me and they told me that they wanted to use the word final crown as opposed to the word permanent crown. And my first answer to them was the whole world uses the word permanent crown. So if we use final crown, nobody searches for that. And they were like, well, but it's really a final crown. So what I did is I came over to Google. I put in permanent crown. I'm a bad speller, so you have to go with me here. Permanent crown. And I put it in. And the first thing I've, I've got over here was my list over here of what I should and shouldn't be doing. So the, this keyword tool gives me the volume of the search term up here. So you can see it's 880 a month. Uh, cost on that is $1.48. And the competition on that's about half. So it's not a highly competitive, super highly competitive term. So that to me looks like um, it's a reasonable word for me. But I can come over here and come up with the words that are also that I should be using. So dental crowns is one, metal crowns is another, which they're not metal anymore, they're porcelain. So it's that's kind of a antiquated term, if you will. Um, Um, the uh, next thing we have is it tells me that I need to put up a page that's called temporary crowns versus permanent crowns. So it gives me a set of guidelines and guideposts for me based on whatever I'm looking for. And everything you do should be attached to this. Everything you talk about should be attached to this. Um, Whatever your topic is, uh, if it's, let's say it's bridal showers. If I put in bridal shower, let's put in bridal shower. And let's put in bridal shower ideas. So bridal shower ideas, I have ideas at home, simple bridal shower ideas, unique bridal shower ideas, which was what Lance actually is. This would tell me that I need to put a page up that's unique bridal shower ideas. Um, here's gift ideas. Here's another one, 2400 keywords, bridal shower planning. So if I'm planning on and I get in front of them, they're like, they may think, oh, I'm going to have it at my house or, oh, how cool we can go do this on Lance's bus. So everything that I look at, I'm putting through the prism of this um, keyword tool and what people also search for. The other thing that I use it for is content generation. So I sit down once a month and decide what I think I want to write pages on for the customers. And so I may sit down and I'm a little going to be a little bit ahead of the, the, my curve here, okay? But if I have an AC company, I may start talking about how uh, heating coil replacement. All right, so I'm going to put in heating coil replacement because I'm, and I want to see what comes up with that. So I have heating element. Dryer is not me. 
a heating coil element, that might not be me. I told you I'm an air conditioner person. So I'm thinking the whole house, I'm getting words for hot water heaters and dryers. So this may not really be the right term for that customer based on what I'm seeing here because it's talking about dryers and hot water heaters, okay? Now this one here, this industrial one, I wanna see what's on that because we do commercial uh, heat repair. I may start to take a look down this. Uh, and industrial air heaters is something that we have. So I may then choose something off of that based on this list over here. But what I know I don't want is oven heating elements because we don't do ovens. We're an air conditioning repair shop. So this, I, I go through this on a regular basis and sit down and come up with what my idea is coming up, up the pike or down the pike um, and decide what I need to do. The other place that you see it is here. Um, I, I recently flipped this website out of an old GoDaddy version of it into a brand new version of it. And we had to come up with the terms that would go here. This one here needs to go away, by the way, um, because it is not a real set of terms. But I haven't gotten the customer to help me come up with what they want as a replacement. But I have general dentistry. I have cosmetic dentistry. And then it goes to those pages. And if you look, the, the next page over has a set of terms on the next page, which are general, cosmetic, dental implants, teeth cleaning, and teeth whitening. The way these items came about is we literally went and put in general dentistry. And I probably spelled that wrong too. And I looked down my set of my list here of terms and found out what a general dentistry near me. And it's probably den general dentist is the better word. If you look, since I put that website up, I'm starting to rank more on the terms that I want to rank on. And my, my impressions are up by, you know, a couple thousand percent. It's not super great, but it's, it's getting to where I want it to be, especially in the middle of a site flip and, and, and moving this site forward. So the site itself, is starting to do much better just simply because I put this hierarchy in. Well, when I put the hierarchy in, um, I put the hierarchy in to match basically what the keywords were that I'm finding. So I'm always looking at my keywords everywhere tool to see what I should be doing on any specific set of terms and also come up with supporting page ideas. Um, the other thing that you'll see me do a lot, and, and everybody should kind of be doing this as well. Uh, let me do this one real quick. So this one here has been always very interesting because I've had to come up with uh, ideas on corporate housing to be able to come up with some blog posts and supporting ideas. So we've been using this list here uh, to help us come up with the content ideas um, and mold the content for the website based around these keywords. Now, it used to be a day that we would say, right, furnished apartments for short-term rental, furnished apartments for long-term rental, furnished apartments, furnished apartments for corporate
So you would write all these pages with these redundant keywords in, but rather now I'm taking the main set of keywords, which may be furnished apartments, and I'm kind of looking down this list and coming up with several um, different uh, sets of words that would be attached to this, putting them together and then giving the article idea. So it, instead of it being these separate one-offs based on keywords, what it may say is uh, furnished apartments for long and short-term rentals, uh, explain the benefits of a furnished apartment, include uh, how the furnishings are selected, uh, are interior designers used? I mean, certain there's, so the page becomes interesting rather than this dry, I, I love the word milk toast, um, dry milk toast piece of content that nobody's going to want to read. So when we go back and you look at the blogs, we've taken the right words to use, but we've made them into more exciting uh, type, um, article types and word types. Um, and I'm, I'm always mining keywords to come up with that right set of definitions. So this is one of the more important tools that I recommend uh, everybody be using on this. So, so far we've covered Mars Bar, Analytics, SerpWorks, and Keyword Everywhere. Okay. Um, the next one I am going to go to is the plugin for Lighthouse. And this is going to get a little bit tricky. Um, and I'm going to do my own site because I know my own site does not do good on some and does good on others. So hang on. So Lighthouse is Google's site plugin to tell you about their, about your website. And it's running the report on us right now. And once it gets back, we'll kind of go through what it tells you and why you need to know it. This is one of the more important tools that I think everybody needs to use these days. Okay, so you notice I have a 91 on the SEO. I'm sure you're all not shocked on that one, huh? Um, kind of being funny as I say that. But uh, what this tells you about is the performance on this website uh, for starter number one. So it tells you about performance, accessibility, best practices, and SEO. So I'm going to start with the performance end first. I will always score bad on SEO 411's performance until the day I take the movie off my homepage. I purposely put a movie on my homepage knowing darn well that I was going to have to take a hit from it. So I understand it. I'm going to kind of go with it. Um, and I think that that is much more important than um, having this number be higher is to have the presentation. So I'm going opting for presentation more than I am the speed test, but I want to want to touch down what some of these are. Okay. Um, and then there's two ways to gauge this. So we're going to, we're going to talk about this plugin and then I'm going to tell you another way to get a little more accurate version of it. But this is all subjective based on their um, data center too, if you will. But this time to first paint is after the server answers. How much does it, how long does it take until it responds and starts to show something on the screen for the end user? Okay, so that's the very first thing. It tells you what's the speed image of it. 
Um, what is the largest amount of content that's pasted in the page? Just to say it is taken up to 25 seconds. I have a five meg movie sitting at the top of it. Okay, so that's why I know that that's um, time to be interactive with the site. They're saying it takes 23 seconds. Um, the other thing I'm going to point out is we have a firewall running and because we have a firewall running, it will always slow down the content to first paint because it has to do a um, little bit of uh, packet filtering before it goes through. So there is that also. So the other thing is it tells you is to, and this is where this starts to get tricky, right? So it tells me that I should remove the JavaScript files or the CSS files off my website. The thing is that these files are actually the caching files that they want you to have. So if I remove them, I don't have caching. So this is where some of this, uh, they set these bars and these parameters, but they're not always exactly on point. So just kind of as you go through this, don't freak out. It's just something you need to be aware of. I'm not removing the caching files on my website, so they can just forget that part of it. But you see that there's five files there that they're saying is a problem. Okay. Here's um, things that they're saying are unused JavaScripts. And I think this is interesting to me because it's not that they're unused. This is my chat program right here. So I have a CDN chat program that lives on that website to, so that people can interact with us. I'm not taking that off. And then Google's own font program, they're reporting to me as being a problem. So I would think if they're going to report their own problem to me, maybe they should fix their own problem. I can't fix their side of it. So there's some things here that they're saying to remove, but I promise you each and every one of them are actually in use. So that's a that's another set of recommendations that I'm gonna be really not so humping up and down to jumping up and down to do. Um, it goes through here. This is one of the biggest ones out there and everybody I see has this. This is all these elements that they have that are coming out of page builders for WordPress and the JavaScript that's attached to them. Um, so just understand that some of the stuff that you do may show up here and understand what you're giving up and what you do. So there is another website out there. Let me find it. Uh, I know I have it bookmarked. Here it is. There's another website out there that I think gives a much better accurate thing than this for speed. And I'm going to jump over here and you can write this one down. It's called Gmetrics. And it will um, do a uh, analyzation and it, you're going to see that it's probably going to come out to be much different than the Google one. I think this one's more accurate. So we're going to watch this run a second. So anybody that usually we want to have this discussion with, we talk about, we, we send everybody to Gmetrics to, to, to do this first, just because the Google tools are just not so super accurate in there. But it lets me know that I'm getting a two on performance, uh, that there's an issue. I know the issue is the movie. So just understand that that's why I'm using this site because I know it's a problem. All right. Uh, the next thing we have is the accessibility. I've got a 74 on it. Um, some of my iframes don't have titles on them, nor will they, so we're not going to do that. Um, the images don't have attributes on them, and, I, and I'm going to tell you, I, I've, I'm going to change something. I used to tell you that if it's, don't, if it's not broke, don't fix it. 
but I, I actually think that I want you to start putting alt tags in and naming your picture files right. It's something you should have been doing all the way along. I've just not been a stickler on it because it didn't matter enough. But I'm noticing that we're getting some boost by actually doing it. And we're getting it more in the image search than we are in the um, or regular organic. So what I mean by say that, so let me use Lance again. So let's say he does bridal showers. And he puts up a picture and he says, Molly bridal shower. And he says, this is a bridal shower on our bus. There is a chance that people that are looking, so they do the search, they go to the image search and they pick the image that they, they find him in an image search and not necessarily on the local and organic search. So I, I'm going to say that especially as the population and the, the millennials and even the Gen Z people start to age up into this, they're much more graphical and they're more than likely not going to read the search results more than they're going to go to the image search. So you're better off to go ahead and set your website up to do this now and get those items addressed. I've never done it in the past. I really wasn't gung-ho on it. There was no speakable value to my SEO um, because I had so many other things right, but I'm changing my tune just a little bit these days. Um, so, you know, that, that goes to show you that I can change my mind on things. Sometimes people say, oh, nobody changes their mind. I change my mind. I'm good at it. Okay, here's the next thing we have. Um, we have, this is the stuff that we actually did right. And there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff that talks about the name and the links, the scripts that we have, the list names, the roles, so on and so forth. So it tells me about what I do right. I don't spend a lot of time on the stuff that I do right. Um, now, this is kind of interesting on the trust in the JavaScript. I'm going to say it says I have five vulnerabilities, so I would like to see what they are. And they're deprecated versions of jQuery. So I need to go in at some point and get my jQuery libraries upgraded so that these are, um, these are off our website. And if they're still in use, I need to find out what I can replace them with. So that's a good little piece of information for me to know about. Um, so that would be a good thing to do. Uh, server uh, with low resolution. We actually, and I'm going to tell you, my servers, we have them in there. When you upload a file to our servers, we actually have it uh, set that it does like an auto smush to help you um, lower the, the file size on some stuff. So what they're complaining about here is they're saying some of these have lower resolution. And it, it's great that we want to say that. but. The other side is if I had larger resolution, you'd come back and tell me the picture was so big. So I'm purposely smashing down some of these files and it's kind of nice because I don't have to run stuff through Photoshop. I just upload it to the server, resize it on the server and it, it sizes it all the way down to a much smaller picture size. And it's been a, a much nicer experience for me not having to go through all the crazy and making Photoshop and resaving images and re-uploading images and all that craziness. I can do it all on my server and be done with it. So. WordPress has it built in. Not everybody's server and hosting company offers that as just standardly that way, but ours is turned on and, and doing that. So that's a good thing. Um, let's see. Let's see what else it's arguing with me about. Uh, some of these it doesn't like the, you, there's some syntax errors that doesn't like. There's 
it's just they're all just gobbledygook things that I, you know, I would have 77. I'm not even going to worry about it, to be honest with you. Um, their browser errors, their, their logging errors, they're, they're just, uh, they're kind of superfluous to my uh, situation as far as I'm concerned. Um, so the next one if you come back, you notice on the SEO, I have a 91. The only thing that they can kind of complain at me about is my image elements don't have alt tags, which I know they don't because I didn't put them there. I will eventually, but I haven't in the past. So I'm getting like docked for that. Uh, the other thing is on your mobile, make sure whatever you're doing for mobile sites that you're able to put enough space around what they're going to call touch points. Um, and that the way your images load, that there's enough air around them because they're kind of saying that, that they're looking at this and saying, hey, wait, some of this stuff is too close together and the end user can't use it well. So I, they say to me that 75% is appropriately sized for tap targets. Um, the ones that they're not liking, ironically, are coming off Twitter. Um, and some of them are coming off of, I don't even, it doesn't like what I have the plugin that I'm pulling from SoundCloud because I, this is the first time I saw this, but SoundCloud puts the image to play it as well as a link to it. So if you don't hit it just right, sometimes you don't get to the audio file. So I know why they're complaining on that. I'm not so sure that I'm willing to, to make that change. I'll have to think about it, what I want to do. Because I don't think it's hurting me enough. I mean, I, I've got top 10 listings for most of my keywords. I, I'm not really sure that I'm too upset about it all. So, um, but I want everybody to understand that this is a, this is a really big deal. Um, now, this one, is, this one is progressive web apps. Um, and you notice it says my page loads too, too slowly. Um, it's not in 10 seconds. Again, I have a five meg movie on my homepage. So I, I know that problem. Um, and it's why I don't, I, I'm not, again, I'm not worried about it. Um, it also tells me some other things. Let's see what else. It doesn't set a color uh, for the address bar. Yep, you're right. I don't have a color on the address bar, nor am I going to because it's a black and white website. So in that case, nope, we're not going to put a theme color there. So some of these errors, to my mind, and I'm sure I'll get other people to come in and go, oh, you should fix everything Google says. But sometimes I've got to use some common sense on what it's going to take to fix it and what is, it, what is the impact on it. Um, and I've had this talk with other people. If you are ranked on something and I get a bad report, how bad did I do if I'm ranked on number one spot or number two spot? Is that really what my problem is or is my problem? Let's do this. Uh, SEO expert Houston. So I am number four. And if you notice the page that has, has 69, 64.95 in links. So am I number four? because I didn't do the thing that would make it go from 77% to 90% or am I number four because this dude has 18,000 links and I only have 6,000. I'm going to say it's because I have 
6,000 links and he has 18,000 links and I better get on my link scramble. Um, so that's kind of how I look at these, these things and decide what do I need to do with them to make them to work better. I'm not going to worry about the Google part of this from the speed side when I know can clearly see by looking at this that this is a link or lack thereof problem. So I hope everybody kind of understands these are those trade-offs that I make in my mind and decision process that I make when I start to look at things um, is what is the best course of action to repair a problem. Um, I, I would never go down a road where I would just be scrambling to fix everything. I'm going to take the big chunks and see how close I can get to the front. If I'm down in the minutia, and that's what's stopping the difference between one and two and everything else is on par, then I'm fine to start into the minutia of it all. But chances are anybody I pull up and anybody I look at, you're going to have a link disparity. It may be the title tag difference. Um, if you look on this and this is different objectives for business. Okay. So he's got Houston SEO expert, top SEO marketing agency, SEO, right? So he's cramming SEO down your throat on his homepage. Me though, I want my homepage ranking on web design. So I split this up so that I have a chance of ranking on web design as well as SEO. So I have the SEO Houston, I'm a Houston SEO expert. I also have expert web design. So I have now put myself in a position where that web design kicks out into some of these other terms. So he's a little bit more focused than I am. So I understand that his title tag is more on point for the keyword. I also know that my objectives for my business is to be ranked on web design and on, on SEO. So I had to have a little bit different tactic because I think those two services go hand in hand and I don't think you can do one without the other. Some people say, oh, I can just do SEO. To me, if the foundation's right, you're not gonna go very far, very fast. So. I, I, you know, I, that's again, I, and I'm trying to give you some insight into my eyesight as to what I look at when I look at something like this, what is my decision-making process? My decision-making process is ranking on web design is more important than ranking on Houston X SEO expert. I'm number four. I would, I would trust that somebody that was actually looking for an expert might look past the number one spot and try to go see who else was on the list. So I'm going to, I'm going to put my trust in some consumer uh, investigation and say that web design is more important to rank on than Houston SEO experts. So I understand those trade-offs that I'm doing when I do that. So if that, you know, if that makes some sense that I'm not super heavy on the SEO and because of the web design trade-off. So understanding why you make the decisions that you make, um, have a great bearing sometimes on, on the things that you do. So, um, that's the, that's the, um, that's the lighthouse tool. Everybody should have lighthouse installed. Everybody should run lighthouse on their website on a regular basis. Okay. So understand that, that, that's my, that's my opinion. That's, that's just how I look at it. And, um, that's, that's going to be that. So the next one I'm going to, I'm going to go talk about is going to be, um, SEM rush. Um, I saw a, um, 
thread on Reddit. And the thread on Reddit said this. Which is better, Hrefs or SEM brush? And I'm going to tell you that I don't think that these two things are equal. And because I don't think they're equal, I'm going to tell you that you need both. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, if you only had money for one high-end tool to use on your account, SEM Rush is the better value because it does more things. Um, there is a plugin for the browser. The browser does um, report some of the SEM Rush information in it. Um, and let me just get into my SEM Rush account for you, and we can kind of just touch on this. But I, I know that um, some of these tools are free, some of them are not. And you can use the free version of this, but it's very, very, very protracted. Um, let me just, uh, what happens if I see a photo? Here we go. Let me just do this. I've got two different uh, ways to look at this. So when I put in SEO 411, it gives me a, an overview of my website, but what it also gives me is the keywords that my website is ranking on. And that's very important to me because I need to see or be ranking on things that people are going to find me on. So it's great if I rank on something that nobody's going to be. Here's a great example here. The second term is Pappas Barbecue. Now, those of you that have known me for a really long time know that this class used to be run out of Pappas Barbecue. And although the Pappas Barbecue event place doesn't exist anymore, I continue to get a ranking on this. Just so you know, Pappas Barbecue does me not one lick of good to rank on for an SEO company. So it's great that I have this term. It helps me none. So I kind of, I usually take this list sometimes when I sort it. And I sort it one of two ways. Let me see, where is it? I'll sort it by volume first because these are the ones that I'm going to get the most bang for my buck for. So if I'm ranking on something that has a high amount of traffic, then I know that's, that's a word that I want to concentrate on. So I kind of take a look. I, I'll sort it kind of like this. So it says 1900. It says Houston SEO. We're 19, it's 1900 search terms but we're number nine. So that jumps out at me as something that I should go look at this page and what am I going to do to move that page forward? So I'll go take this term, go put it in Chrome, and I'm going to, I'm going to show you the answer to this because I, this is a good example of this. So let's go Houston, H-O-U-S-T-O-N-S-E-O. So I have now found a term that we might want to rank on and that may push our business forward right so if you come down let's see where if i really am number nine i'm number 10 okay so i can now start to look at some of these with my little moz bar turned on on this search result we know this guy's got 18,000. We know this one's 139. This page is 139, but if I go look at this, so this is a don't be fooled situation, okay? This page has 139 links to it, but if I take Thrive Agency all by itself, that website is super strong and probably has 10,000 links to it. It also has a domain authority of a 40. 
So that tells me that that domain is somewhat above where we are. So that one is why we're out being out right there. This one, 7,000. This one, 5,000. Up City again is an aggregator, domain authority of a, of a 50. So I know that one's gonna be tough to beat. By the time I come down to myself, again, it's showing zero links. I don't know why it's showing zero links. I'm gonna have to figure that out. But you can see what it's doing is it's put this page here and it thinks I'm happy with it being this page because this is the SEO Houston page. Um, and what it may be is that I don't have, and I, I do have some because he has a page authority of a 17. It, I don't have enough links going to this page directly yet for it to start to register. So what I'm going to have to do is as I make links, I'm going to have to, you know, design by SEO 411 is going to need to point to this page and not to the home page um, so that I can bolster that link total up, which is what I think this needs so that I can compete with this guy up here with 18,000 links. Now he's using his home page. Google's picked his homepage, but everybody else, if you notice, is a subpage. Regex is not a subpage either. So I have to put all of that in my thought process, but where I found that I should be targeting that word to get that word moved up to the top is right out of my SEMrush account. Every one of you should be viewing your website in that way, because if you are, you'll start to see what you need to, what you need to do and what you don't need to do. I mean, it really does start to lay out a pattern of what everybody should be doing, okay? So just understand that some of this all works in concert with each other. I go down this on a regular basis. The other thing I do is pop it from this way to see positions to see how much, I, what I have in the number one spot and if I'm okay with it, what I have in the number two spot. I go down this and I do this as for my customer. So this I would expect to see because this is the name of my company. And as we already know, um, we already have some of the first and second spots for Houston ex expert, uh, Houston and Houston expert. That's great. We've got, um, a number one and a number two, depending on what order you put that in. And I also have a number two on packages. So that those are reasonable terms. Now, the other thing I'm going to do, and I don't know if you guys can see this or not. So I'm going to take this search term here, which says SEO packages in Houston. And I always stay logged into my Google account. So as you can see, it's pulling the Google account information here for this word. And you can see that it tells me how many impressions I've had over the last 28 days, right? So it says my average position on this particular keyword, which is Houston SEO, we've had, we've got 2,200 impressions and nine click-throughs. So um, even though they say that keyword, well, what do they say? It's 1900. I have 2200. So we're right on par there. Um, not thrilled with nine, but I'm also hovering towards the bottom of the page. So I think there's also that problem, but I can also take a key term and stick it in here and it tell me how many actual impressions I got and if I got any search terms. So although this SEO package is in Houston, I'm ranked number two on, at the end of the day, it's only got 200 impressions. So let me tell you something. Um, and a lot of people, I don't know how they feel about this, I guess, but something magical happens when you have over a hundred searches a day. So the objective is to get a, 
over 100 Google searches a day. Um, this is so low that this is almost like not on my radar kind of thing. So although it's like this great keyword that you would think it would be because it's very pointed, um, there's not a lot of searches on it. So the question then is, do I put my time into this? And, and the obvious answer to me, is it 219? The answer is no. The one that's 2,500, yes, I'm putting my time and effort into getting ranked on that term because that term has a whole lot more juice to it than the one that has 219 searches for the entire month. But understand that your goal is to, in order to try to get the most amount of interactions, you need to try to get a 100 Google searches a day to your website. That's always been the rule of thumb that once I'm able to get a website to that level, the leads start coming in exponentially instead of in a trickle. Anything under 100 they, a, a day, not a month, a day, they tend to trickle in less on. Um, by the way, I don't know if you notice over here, but here's my web design. Houston is another 1300. Uh, I'm going to click on that because I want to see what I've got. See, I don't have a lot of impressions. Again, it's 200. I've had two click-throughs, but it's only 200 again. Um, so it's, it, 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 it's again, what do I have to do to pull this forward? Because what I'm looking at is I got 222 and I was on the third page with that. So uh, it, there's enough there for me to want to try to pay attention to. I personally think if I can pull the web design, the web, the SEO business goes up exponentially, to be honest with you. So that's kind of why I keep focusing on that. All righty. Uh, let's see. So that's how I'm making these two items start to work together. Um, sorry about that. My phone it needs to not ring. All right, so I'm using the SEM rush to make decisions. I'm using the Moz bar to make decisions. I'm using my, um, I, I will tell you that I tend to go into it. So I might go here to these jelly feely people, right? Okay, and see what my, uh, my uh, SERP works bar tells me about this website as well. Um, and I think this is also a link battle too. Yeah, see 382. I'm only at 200. I think I have to pull my links up by another 100 domains uh, for this to work better. To be honest with you, that's my, my goal is I really need to pull at least another 100 domains here in the not next several months um, to be able to pull into the same level as these people. And I'll tell you something. Um, I never, up until January, never really put a whole lot of time into our own site, um, but the pandemic has me at home, so I, I tend to be fiddling around with stuff that I, I normally would never have done. But when I started my little escapade with the links, I think we only had 50, and now between articles, appearances, stuff we've done, press releases... I mean, I've got them up to 180, and I, as I just told you, I, I have at least another 100 to 150 to go. So um, I'm going to need to step on that and figure out, you know, where, how am I going to go pull another 50 here or 60 here and, and get those to show up? Um, <clears throat> mostly because that's important for that to happen. Okay, so we've kind of gone through some of the major tools that I use. 
um, to determine what do I have to do to rank a page. So as we're talking about all of this and how all these tools work in the toolbox that you should be using, what I now know and what you now know that when I walk away from this, I need links to my homepage to bring it on par. That if I look at my um, page the way it is, uh, I know that I'm short on a significant amount of information. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to go out, I'm going to look for places that um, opportunities uh, that I can gain a link from, uh, some directories, but I'm also going to keep putting up some really good content because what I want to show you else that's happened um, as we talk about this, because this is how do we do this kind of thing becomes always a question, right? So the one thing that I've noticed is that since I've been doing my podcast, Let's see if I can get this to work. There we go. Since I've been doing my podcast, every one that I put up seems to gain me some links. So let's kind of look at that really quickly here. Um, the one that is the most interesting of them all to me, let me go to that first scene. All right. Uh, let me see if I can pull it this way. It's giving me way too much information. Hold on a minute. Okay. So I have this here, right? So this gives me a list of um, where people are coming from and what they're coming from. The one that I put up, let me see if I can find this pretty easily. If you notice here, I'm pulling um, links off of Chambers of Commerce's, and let me show you what it's linked to. It's linked to why join on their side it's linked to why join a chamber of commerce on my side it's linked to the talk that i gave in the podcast that i have that talks about why and what we should be doing and why your chamber of commerce membership i have chambers of commerce across the country starting to link to me because of that page and there's more than these three um because some of them don't have chamber in their name but I've noticed that since I've put that chamber uh, podcast up that talked about why to have chamber of commerce links and I put it up in the beginning of April, all of a sudden I have chamber of commerce linking to me through from all over the country. So I've easily, because that was really good content. You know, I always preach to you guys about content. That page was really good content. So as a result, there's links being created from the podcast and the excerpts that I've put on the podcast people are actually making links to them. I'm also noticing we're getting links to the individual pages that are podcast. So the more of those that I do, I, I suspect what's going to happen is that link total is going to continue to uh, go up. Um, and I want to show you what else I did really quick while we're on this subject. 
because as we talk about really good content, um, I want to explain to you one thing that we've been doing, and I don't do it as well as I should. I'm, I'm going to say that up front. Oh, I need to go from the blog end at it. So if you look what I do, um, I put an excerpt about what the class is about. Now this one here that talked about, this one's a little bit more beefier, so they gave me a little bit more presence on this one. And then uh, this one down here, if you look down them, all of them have a write-up attached to them. So if you look, this one that I did on the ultimate checklist, it's got almost a thousand words written on what those items are. And if you look here, it, I actually took and put a table of contents on it that gave you what the topics that I discussed are. So they're all here in this page. So what's happened is this page has picked up some extra rankings because simply put, I've got this type of table of contents here and I think this thing has you know several hundred words on it. So I'm writing solid podcast notes to go with the podcast that I'm drawing links. The whole objective is to draw links naturally. Uh, the Lance, somebody like you, Instagram, go get links that way. Have people go. Pinterest is another one. Go get those links out on Pinterest of your party bus because the thing is people repin them and then you get link credit and backlink credit for it. So I'm going to say like for you, you have a lot of events that if you can get them to sign off on a waiver to have their images used at a later date, um, I would recommend going and sticking that sucker out on Pinterest if I could. That would be another place I would go. The other thing I'm doing is I'm putting all these classes on Pinterest. I'm actually putting them out there and putting them on there. So that's been another set of links um, and validation. Google's looking at all of that and this website continues to rise because of all these outside forces that are pushing this up. But it all starts with what content am I putting up and is that content really good? Um, and you'll notice some are podcasts, some are videos, some are written words, and every one of them are different. Um, the one thing that I did do, and let me just show you this too, because you know me, I'm always thinking about how things work, how to make things work together better. If you look and see what I did on the technical SEO page, I embedded the technical SEO class into it. So even though there's a whole article here that talks about technical SEO and what it is, I actually stuck the SEO uh, 411 technical SEO clinic smack in the middle of the page. So I added a video that helps support the rest of this blog post. So this blog post has gotten some, so let me see if Liz got to it before I open my bat mouth and it really not be there. Let's see if it does it. Yeah, see, I got a link to this page. This page has a link directly to it simply because um, I, I have put this on here and how I've done it. Somebody somewhere made a link to it and said, Hey, this is a good page and a reasonable page. So that's the kind of stuff that you all should be kind of trying to target as you do this, which I know that this SEO class gives me an easier path to handle with it. Um, I, I get that. Uh, what I will say is I have been challenging all my customers, customers to come up with podcasts. I, I am very sure that every person that I know could sit down and come up with a 15 or 20 minute talk about something that they do and do that once a month. 
I don't, I don't see why that can't be done. The other thing is if you notice now I'm pulling, I've got backlinks now from Google podcast, Apple podcast, Spotify, uh, tuned in, um, and a couple others, but these are the major ones. I actually have backlinks from those podcast libraries is because I've created a podcast that people actually want to listen to. Um, and these services have been agreed to pick it up and not only have they picked it up, but I'm getting backlinks off those services with follow links. So it's well worth the exercise to do the podcast. Um, but I want you to understand what I'm talking about and how I'm talking about to try to get better content. So you get those backlinks because I know my plan is going to be for me to get on the terms that I want to get on after all the tools that I've looked at. They all say the same thing, which is where I'm deficient is on links. So I need links that it's really, it's really quite that simple. Now, somebody like Lance, that's not ranked anywhere on something he's got, I hope he doesn't get mad at me for saying this. Don't get mad at me for saying this, but you have so many problems that to focus on the links until these other problems are going to be fixed. That's not the right order to do it. We need to make you technically sound and then go out and try to get it, procure those links. Because once you get technically sound, you then can see where you would fall naturally within Google's algorithm, you know, ranking and their algorithm places you. And then once I know where you're placed, then I know what, where, how we're deficient and how you would then move up. So, um, but that's that set of tools. Last tool that I'm going to talk about here today is my friend that is my screaming frog tool. I use this a lot and let me um, change my, let me get my new screen share up here. And I'm going to tell you why you should do this. I, I'm always amazed when I look at a website with screaming frog on it with screaming frog because of what it tells me. So as it's loading in here, let me, uh, it said it's not, let me, let me reload it. It says it's not loaded. All right. So we've looked at this before. I'm going to take a website right now that I know is horked that we're going to have to, we're in the process of fixing. Okay, and I, I, I ran it through this just to take a look to see how many pages it had. And the second I ran it, I wish you guys were in a room because I, I would ask you what jumps out at you as the biggest problem with this website. And because you're not here, I don't know, like, I don't know if anybody can see it enough to know, but this, all the pages on the website are non-indexable. So this website basically is blocked and told, being told to Google, do not index these pages. So when you ask why this website's not ranked, I can run around, run around, run around trying to find the answer, but simply put, I put it in the Screaming Frog and the second I put it in Screaming Frog and saw all the pages that are not indexed, it told me right out of the box what the main problem with this website is. Now, how it's gonna be fixed becomes a whole different subject this website is built in Shopify right now. Um, apparently they have the indexing on it turned off, but what else I'm going to tell you is the other thing that we found from looking at this is all their images that 
our ranking are living on the Shopify domain at the Shopify CDN. So in order to fix this, I'm going to not only have to fix this indexing problem, but I'm also going to have to account for all these pictures that are living on a domain that they shouldn't be living on. And what is the impact of taking them off that domain and putting them back on our own website? So I've got a lot of challenge with, with this and a lot of different things to make this all work right. But what I wanted you to see is that what jumps out at me immediately just by simply running this spider on here is that I have this whole thing is set to non-index. Um, and that tells me that there needs to be an immediate corrective set of action that needs to be taken on this and get that piece corrected. Um, and everybody should be looking at something. If you've never run one of these on your website, you need to. Uh, this, this tool is free um, as long as you're going under 500 pages. The good piece of information about this being under 500 pages is that most of you are under 500 pages, but it will give you a very quick overview of what problems are just simply by throwing it in this. So I ran, I was nice enough to run Lance's website just now, but what's interesting is Lance is missing a lot of title tags. If you look, we've got a lot of white spacey problems um, that I'm now going to have to go look at and go see why he's got so many different blanks. And let me go over here. That's not a good thing. So, um, sorry. They're going to make this impossible, aren't they? guessing somebody came to the front door is what it's now looking like. They hate when people come to the front door. Hate it. So I don't know. I don't know how to tell people they need to not do that, but they should stop because they make them all bark and howl like that. Anyway, the moral of the story that I want you guys to understand is that um, I can get a whole bunch of information about a website out of this Screaming Frog tool. Um, I, you know, one of the things that I would look at as to what to do with all these pages that have these tag pages, because my guess is there are a whole bunch of empty pages. Let me see. Yeah, it's a blank page. So what we have is a whole bunch of tag pages now that are blank that were created on this website. Um, and that's not, that's not a good thing either. So that tells me that all these tag pages need to either be told no follow or we need to do something with them because they're, they're, they're making trouble on our website. Because if I look at this, um, and let me go back to that window so you can see what I'm looking at. If you can see, look, We've got a blank website here. We've got a blank page. It's got a little picture and it says Cool Bus Crawfish Festival. And that's it from 2018. So we need to go look at the tags on that website and go figure out what's wrong with that. But you would never have known that just simply by looking at the website and figuring this all out on its own. But they're picking it up and it's indexing it. So that's got to get addressed because you can't have uh, a pile of empty pages because it's just not a good thing to do. It's not, that's not a good thing. So, um, sorry, they're going to make this impossible, aren't they? 
gas and somebody came to the front door is what it's now looking like. They hate when people come to the front door. Hate it. So I don't know. I don't know how to tell people they need to not do that, but they should stop because they make them all bark and howl like that. Anyway, the moral of the story that I want you guys to understand is that um, I can get a whole bunch of information about a website out of this Screaming Frog tool. Um, I, you know, one of the things that I would look at as to what to do with all these pages that have these tag pages, because my guess is there are a whole bunch of empty pages. Let me see. Yeah, it's a blank page. So what we have is a whole bunch of tag pages now that are blank that were created on this website. Um, and that's not, that's not a good thing either. So that tells me that all these tag pages need to either be told no follow or we need to do something with them because they're, they're, they're making trouble on our website. Because if I look at this, um, and let me go back to that window so you can see what I'm looking at. If you can see, look, we've got a blank website here. We've got a blank page. It's got a little picture and it says Cool Bus Crawfish Festival. And that's it from 2018. So we need to go look at the tags on that website and go figure out what's wrong with that. But you would never have known that just simply by looking at the website and figuring this all out on its own. But they're picking it up and it's indexing it. So that's got to get addressed because you can't have uh, a pile of empty pages because it's just not a good thing to do. So, um, does anybody have any questions before I call it a day? Because I think that's all the items that I wanted to cover for today. Uh, I've done a lot of talking as usual. Um, let me make sure there's nothing else on my list. Yep, I think I've covered everything that I want to cover. To, oh, the one other side note I'm going to throw out is um, answer the public. It's content ideas so that you know that that's out there for you. Um, it is, um, let me uh, put it here in a browser so you guys can see what this is. Answer the public is a great way to come up with topics for your website. Um, you'll see that I can put in, discover what people are asking about. So I'm going to put in SEO just because we've kind of talked about that today. So you can see I have this wheel of the who's, why's, what, where's, why's, and how's. And it says, why is SEO important to online success? Why is SEO important to a business? How SEO helps in marketing? So you see there's a whole, will SEO exist in five years? Um, I, I think that's actually a really good question. It also gives you the pay-per-click value of each one of them so you can see it to see if how much people are using it. So as they come up with those ideas and they give it to you, um, how is it, um, is it worth looking at? Is there any value to it? But I, I, there's 76 some questions that you can go look at and go see, um, are SEO companies worth the money? 
um, if people are actually looking for that, that's a, that's a great topic. Uh, um, how SEO works in 2020. So there's a whole bunch of topic ideas here. Um, and we can go, let's go and let's use I put in bridal showers. Let's see what it comes up with, if it comes up with anything. Okay, it's gathering questions for us now. I'll take it a minute. So it's come up with 50-some questions. Um, are they necessary? Are they tacky? Uh, when to have them? What is a bridal shower? Uh, who goes to a bridal shower. So there's a whole bunch of separate topics here. And then the thing is, if I click on them, it gives me a second, it gives me a second page worth of more questions just, uh, and it's not working, but it usually gives you a next, another set of, another set of questions. So you can build a whole list of content for your website simply by using this tool. So that's another uh, simple way to get some answers to some things here. Um, so that's that story. So with that, if there's no other questions, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, call it a day and tell you all, I have a class tonight that's gonna talk about email marketing. I think that class is, I've never done one on email marketing before. I think it's a, a very important thing that we need to do now, so understand that. Um, but uh, email marketing class is tonight at HCC, so make sure that you sign up for it if you wanna come. Uh, and otherwise, I will see you guys back here in two weeks, and we're going to keep on with my ultimate checklist and see where that road takes us um, until I get through that. And then by then, the new periodic table for 2020 should be out, and we can kind of start to review that as well. So we're, we're going to be talking about in specific um, tactics as we move forward between now and the end of the year here in our, in our clinic. So just so you know, that's coming um, from uh this particular end of it uh remember we have our other classes and throughout so please check the schedule and otherwise i will talk to you guys all tonight or in two weeks and have a good one and we'll talk to you later